And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'd love to help you win, as we say, in any marketplace. We want to help you avoid commission-based advice and help you be a smart consumer, make you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Save our hotline number in your phone at some point. You may need it. 813-750-0550. You can call or text that line. It's an off-air number. 813-750-0550. Call or text the hotline. Also, consumerqb.com is the best resource for you. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors on the program. So we got a great lineup for you today. On the second half of the show, we're going to have Nate Ginter in the house, Chief Technology Officer of Vine IT, and he brought some really cool stories to talk about. Uh, here's, here's an interesting thing to ponder. El Salvador divided over making Bitcoin legal tender. I don't know how I'd feel about that either, right? And then some interesting cybersecurity stuff as well. Uh, we have Patrick Smith as well on the program as well, uh, attorney at law, uh, attorneypatricksmith.com uh, here on the program. Also got a great radio show we're going to talk about here uh, in just a moment. Uh, before we jump into that, I want to thank one of our sponsors here. We got Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. So if you want to feel energized, hydrated, and replenished, uh, this is a safe and effective way to restore your body's crucial systems uh, with great vitamins and nutrients and enabling them to perform at optimal conditions, multiple Bay Area locations, or they will come to you replenish iv solutions make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you replenish iv solutions.com all right we like to feature our real estate listings live on air on the program we help our sellers profit more by doing that and we got some great opportunities. This one here at, at 100 Oakmont Lane in Bel Air just hit the market. This is a hot condo listing that we just put on the market. 100 Oakmont Lane, number 611, unit number 611. And this is a great opportunity. Million dollar views from this property overlooking the Gulf of Mexico, the community pool, large family room, spacious bedrooms as well. And it's minutes to the Gulf Beach. It's got a large patio as well overlooking the Gulf of Mexico. Beautiful property right here in Tampa Bay. Also, another million-dollar listing of ours, 117 14th Street in Bel Air. This is a gorgeous property, double lot, pool home, uh, right here in Bel Air, Bel Air uh, Beach, Pinellas County. Four bedrooms, three bath, almost 2,800 square feet, private pool, gourmet kitchen, jetted bathtub, temperature-controlled wine closet, covered lanai. And the best part is you walk out, you walk to the end of the street, and you're on the sugar sand beaches and dolphin-filled waters of beautiful Tampa Bay. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. All right, welcome in, Patrick Smith. Welcome to the program. Brandon, thank you. And a couple other selling points on those properties, just so you know. You'd also be my neighbor. Nice, If you okay. bought one of those, because we're right down the road at Indian Rocks Beach, and yeah. uh, we can see Bel Air from our backyard. So. Man, that's awesome. What a it's, great place. It's I mean, a beautiful location. 
and I was driving by. I'm taking a new listing after the show today. I'm going down to Madeira Beach, and I'm taking a new listing, a duplex on the water over there for like 855000 uh, But I came out, and I had lunch over there at the New Caddies. What a cool restaurant that is. What a is. great location, and the New Caddies is amazing. Mad Beach is one of our favorite locations. My son had a skim competition there last year, and we loved every minute of it. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, well, thanks for coming in. AttorneyPatrickSmith.com is the website, by the way. Uh, Patrick Smith, a uh, longtime attorney in the Tampa Bay area, and uh, you got your own radio show as well, uh, 8 to 9 a.m., 860, The Answer, 93, 570, and 910 coming up, too. Yeah, our first inaugural broadcast will be September 18th. Nice. And it's the Attorney Patrick Smith Show, where you can call in and have your legal questions answered from 8 to 9 every Saturday morning. Very cool. Yeah, absolutely. So you are you pretty diverse with your cover, like what you cover, your specialties? Yeah, my primary practice area day-to-day is wills, trust, estate, asset protection planning, and I work with a circle of attorneys uh, who provide various other areas of practice, uh, and we cover with those other attorneys a wide array, a wide array of a practice areas as well yeah yeah because there's you know there's a lot of things people have these these situations that come up in life you know they get something posted on their doors like oh wow how do i handle that or uh you know different asset protection uh, situations as you mentioned and one of the things that gets me over the years i've been almost uh nine years now on air is people they you know they put more time into planning their vacations or their fantasy football picks and then they do into their estate plans and then their asset protection well that's right because they know they're going to go on vacation they know fantasy football is going to happen but they're not going to die (laughs) and and no one ever plans to die and so at the end of the day uh it's one of those situations where that's when we call it planning and i was actually talking with someone the other day about making an ad calling it the estate uh reacting firm where where, where we don't do estate planning we do estate reacting sort of making a mockery when you don't put everything in place properly and have everything uh set up that's why we do it ahead of time that's why it's called planning is you're putting it in advance to protect your family it's a good example of an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure yeah exactly and people you know it's because it's not them that's going to lose out in a lot of cases it's their loved one it's their kids it's their relatives they're going to be in a, a situation where they're you know they're fighting over a certain ring or some kind of family heirloom uh, but if you if you meet up with patrick smith he can help you get all this in line before it happens well especially with blended families i mean when you see you see more and more blended families especially like out, up in the villages where we also have an office location and it's a situation there where the real estate becomes critical yeah you'll see situations where you know mom and dad were married for 60 years mom dies dad's a widower lonely in the village square one night finds someone special remarries oh wow and doesn't take the appropriate planning and now all of a sudden he has homestead property and under florida state constitutional law the spouse now has rights to that property that everyone may be unaware of so it's important to be aware of those rights and to make sure you put more in black and white and codify your true intent because without that the state will step in and by default yep. pick the outcome for you. And that may not be what your family wanted. Yeah, it's costly, too. Probate is costly, isn't it? Probate can be extremely expensive. We always tell clients it's anywhere from 3 to 10% as far as fees. And then in a time frame, it's 6 to 14 months on average. But it is getting longer in most counties. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we ha- we have attorney Patrick Smith in studio, attorneypatrickSmith.com. And uh, we, make, um, we may come back to more estate planning, wills, trust, all that kind of stuff talk. I want to get right to one of our hottest topics right now. A lot of people are wondering what's going on with the foreclosure moratorium. Yeah, absolutely. And we are especially because there are several properties uh, that we have pending eviction cases. And as of late August, uh, the Supreme Court a- actually overturned 
the federal eviction moratorium, uh, basically saying that if that was going to happen, the CDC was not the appropriate arm for yes, that. It was going right. to have to be congressional action. And this was a six to three decision with the more leftward leaning justices dissenting. And it was on the heels of a five to four decision that upheld a previous moratorium where basically the justices kind of indicated, well, it's about to sunset on its own, so we mm-hmm. might as well just let that happen. But the 6-3 to three decision makes it clear that Congress is going to have to act, and based on precedent, it looks like there's going to be pretty much gridlock with any sort of congressional action. So as far as any further moratorium, it doesn't appear that there will be one immediately forthcoming. Yeah, and it's a situation where you've got two different foreclosure situations, eviction situations. One is with uh, federal loans, Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae. Uh, you've got that. Can you can you speak to that? And then also landlord tenants. Well, it just depends. I mean, it's, it's going to be you – know, so you have the federal laws, and then you have your state-by-state laws. When you get into the state-by-state situation, that's where you have it treated differently. I mean, this relief effort was an attempt to treat the situa- the stations and the areas where the breakouts of COVID-19 were more heavily populated. Right. And that's what people are running into is sort of the moratorium is just sort of a blanket moratorium. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, it's going to come down to be sort of a conflict of issue, a conflict of laws issue potentially between the federal laws, yep. as you've indicated, and the state laws. There's a potential butting of heads there. Right, right. Yeah. And it's a situation where if you're if you're a landlord, you know, you've got seven, eight properties. That's your income. That's my business. If I'm a retired, uh, you know, whatever, pick a contractor, et cetera, attorney and I've got to build up this portfolio of properties. I said, hey, I'm going to retire early at you know, 45, 55 years old, whatever that might be. That's my income. And then you right. got you got government bodies or, or you know, state legislators in some cases stepping in and say, well, you know, you can't really evict these tenants, you know, and then but then the bank is still going to collect from you. Right. Or even in some situations, it's not even a tenant. Uh, it may just be a squatter. Right. And, and so at the end of the day, I mean, you have these these squatters rights, essentially, and you're not able to serve these eviction notices or ejectment actions at this point. And you're right. As the property owner, you're still being held to the fire mm-hmm. uh, for your responsibilities. And so there is a bit of a catch 22 there. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you have a, a situation like that, adverse possession, a.k.a. squatters, what how does that play out? What are some of the stories that you've seen or heard maybe over your time? So over the years, um, adverse possession, it, it's very rare just because of the, the length of time it takes to adversely acquire property by possession. It has to be open and notorious. There's all those rules uh, regarding that. Um, the stories where that's successful are few and far between, I think. Uh, and I think it's more the stuff of legend and lore. Uh, the, the good cases kind of involve the situations where people are on the property, they're occupying it unlawfully, and they somehow injure themselves and mm-hmm. wind up suing the property owner uh, for their unlawful use of the property. I mean, those are the sort of the ones that yeah. make you scratch your head and chuckle, like, yeah. well, why am I working so hard? Yeah. And at the end of the day, you see these situations where, you know, it seems like the property owner is just constantly taking the brunt of all these negative situations. And the lesson for the property owner is, of course, to make sure that you're properly insured. If you're running rentals, make sure you have them properly structured in LLCs for asset protection analysis yes. purposes. So there's just a lot of great things you can do to protect yourself as a property owner, but you definitely want to put those in place yeah absolutely and that's it's a great way to divide ownership interest up as well the llc's you know you see a lot of people doing that as you know 50 percent or a third type ownership uh, so let's take a quick break here when we come
come back more with attorney Patrick Smith uh, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're going to dive deeper into some of these areas of real estate, uh, estate planning and, and tax planning. Trust uh, is a big topic I want to come back to as well uh, here on the show. Uh, plus, later on the program, Nate Ginter in the house, Chief Technology Officer with Vine IT. Going to talk about some of the latest cybersecurity threats as well. Uh, interesting story out of the Wall Street Journal here on the program. Uh, plus, we have our feel-good story of the day. Live music venue is serving meals to New Orleans residents without power. So we'll be right back here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us here. Brandon Rhymes, Consumer Quarterback Show. We greatly appreciate you hanging out with us here on the radio, uh, spending some time supporting the local economy by supporting our show. We, you know, we set it up almost nine years ago as a consumer advocate-based program, 80 different categories of consumer advocate content and advice here to help you understand your buying decisions, make you more street smart. So we greatly appreciate you spending some time with us here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, we have Patrick Smith in studio. Attorney Patrick Smith, that is. Attorney patricksmith.com as well uh, here on the program coming right back with him uh, before we do we like to feature our real estate listing so we can help our sellers profit more and sell faster getting exposure for the property so we got a hot listing here at 5602 lando lakes boulevard uh, this is a commercial asset 1.8 million dollar price tag that we've got listed almost seven acres up in lando lakes amazing opportunity for builders developers entrepreneurs uh, you got frontage on lake helland now the current zoning is c2 so you got general commercial use there water and sewer available and you got an expansion right there off of us 41 uh, up in north hillsborough county uh, it's kind of close to the pasco county there great opportunity uh, for real estate here in tampa bay beautiful properties available uh, we got 1333 county line road uh, 1333 county line road in spring hill another commercial property kind of sticking with the commercial theme for this segment uh, co- close to five acres you're close to the veterans expressway literally about a one or two minute drive to the vet uh, you've got uh, a, a large uh, strip mall right next to you avalon uh, villages of avalon Publix as well shopping plaza and you got an existing building that could be there and potentially it could be pulled down because it's going to have an eminent domain uh, proceedings is what i'm told 
Gold uh, coming up soon on that. You can see all of our real estate listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, we got attorney Patrick Smith in studio. I uh, wanted to go back to that topic of trust. A lot of people misunderstand them. There's there's all different types of trust. Can you kind of give us your 101 on that? Yeah, what I tell clients uh, with trust and with estate planning in general, it's a spectrum. And it's a matter of finding where on the spectrum does your family achieve optimization. In other words, when we sit down with you and go over the particulars of your family, what estate planning model or what trust model is going to get the most real dollars to your intended beneficiaries as quickly and efficiently as possible? Right. So there's lots of different types of trust. By far the most popular is the living revocable trust, which is sort of the entry-level trust. Living meaning it's in existence now, and revocable meaning changeable. You have full control. It's like a fancy will that skips probate. And in addition to that, because it's revocable, you can put assets into it or take it out just like your own personal safe. But the moment you enter eternity, everything in that trust will pass to your beneficiaries without the probate process. Yeah. Save thousands of dollars in probate, save lots of headaches. Absolutely. And a lot of things that get overlooked with the trust advantages in addition to avoiding probate is the fact that the trust provides something called incapacity planning. Mm. So let's say you don't die right away, but let's say you own multiple rental properties and you're in a coma or you develop dementia. You have in the trust the ability to designate a successor trustee to take over and captain your family's financial ship to steer it clear of, you know, turmoil right. uh, during those critical days. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to do it. I've heard also people talking about getting creative with uh, you know buying real estate properties. you got trust there. And then also I've heard people talk about putting even personal assets like vehicles or boats into a trust. A- automotive trust. So if you have – we have clients who are like automotive collectors who have collections uh, that are quite extensive. We'll create what we call an automotive trust just to house the automobiles in those. And we like that hmm. because of the liability associated with automobiles. I mean, when you drive around an auto, you're driving around a potential liability generator. Right. So why would you put the automobile in the same trust with the rest of the family trust assets? Right. Uh, you're just exposing it to that liability. It wouldn't make much sense. Okay. So you could create an own trust for the auto collection that would hold the autos and keep everything completely separate. So you think of it from an asset class in a lot of cases. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not something typically you do with your day-to-day runners. This is for the collectors of yep. the world. Yep. Um, and at the end of the day, if you have that sort of collection, it's certainly worth looking into. What about uh, anything outside like firearms or other collectibles? Yeah, I mean, Title II firearm trusts are definitely something that we do, and that's become more and more popular uh, with regulation on that. And it's not just the firearms that get owned. Uh, there are certain types of suppressors and uh, explosive devices, if you want to own them legally, uh, to own them and pass them along to certain people in certain states. Right. Uh, you have to have this Title II firearm trust established. Yeah, that's important. All right. And if you just joined us, we're talking with Patrick Smith here on the program, Attorney Patrick Smith. And what are some of the other top misnomers, uh, things that happen on a daily basis? You know, what's your when you're talking to people? It's like, you know, there's these I just seem to find in in different industries, there's all these different misnomers like down payment and real estate, et cetera. So the biggest thing we hear is my out of state will is no good in Florida. Okay, I hear that one all the time. And that's not true. If your out of state good will was good in New York or Kentucky or wherever, it's fine here. It may not be the most optimally efficient model Hmm. uh, because it probably has your residency wrong and it may not meet Florida's self-proof. Proving requirements, which just means it's going to have to jump through some extra hoops when you've passed 
but again, it could be a perfectly valid will. We do complimentary reviews of out-of-state documents or old Florida documents, by the way. I say the other uh, common misstep that I see is this sort of brutish strategy where someone will want to do their estate planning by just adding a child's name to all of their assets, putting them on the home, on the bank account, on the car. Right. And, you know, the risk there you run is, of course, gift tax exposure because the present interest annual gift tax exemption is only 15000 per person per year without some adequate planning. And in addition to that, once the child's name is on all these assets, if that child is involved in a divorce, mm. auto accident, bankruptcy, now the parent's assets are being drug into that. Right. So it can trigger liability exposure. And on a homestead property, if the child already has their own homestead, the parent can lose part or all of their homestead exemption, which wow. can be a big hit on the taxes and creditor yeah. protection. So I think that's the other most common misstep I see is this sort of brutish strategy where you just add a child's name yeah. to directly to the assets. Wow, that, that could really, that's some great advice. That could really help save some people a lot of money uh, for, for that because it, it is a common thing. Oh, I'll just add them to the, to the title. Hear it all the time. Yeah. But that, that's really opening you up liability wise. You know, there's all kinds of scenarios, bar fight. You never know what could happen. People get sued. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about this last night over our family dinner table because I have a son who's about to turn 16 and uh, he says he wants to put the vehicle in his name. And I was like, I, God bless you. I, that would be amazing. I'm <laughs> pretty sure you can't do that as a minor. But I mean, right. at, at the end of the day, I wish that it could be in just your name. So you're your own liability. But yeah. at the end of the day, dad's going to have to probably be on the title with you and we're going to have to take out insurance, which he's going to pay for. And he, he's pretty <laughs> yeah. nervous about that bill. I said, I yeah. would be nervous, too. Yeah. You know, it's funny, too. My daughter is about to turn 16 and, and similar conversations with her. And uh, we were telling her about her insurance. She says, you have to pay that every year? <laughs> yeah, it's a renewal, but every year it's going to renew. That's a premium. And my favorite was when we sat him down to go over, you know, there comes that point where you sit down and you kind of go over finances just to help the kids kind of realize, you know, money's a real thing and you have to exactly. budget for it and things like that. And I feel like it's something my parents drilled into me. Uh, and I remember when I was getting my first mortgage, my dad called me up and he said, they're going to try to sell you on some adjustable rate products and things like that. He goes, you go 30 year fixed. That's yeah. all you do. And I'll never forget the way he said it was like, that's, that's what Christians do. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. it was like, that was the only option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just find that that's something that I think uh, uh, this upcoming generation, uh, they're not as directed to fiscal responsibility as, as yes. I was. And I think that's something we need to get back to yeah. is not spending money you don't have and, and savings and that kind of thing. I think it's a yeah. great idea. Yeah, exactly. And, and understanding how it works, where it comes from, how yeah. and know, the real dollar estate, bills. Yeah. Real estate's a great example. I tell my son, I said, look, when you go to buy a piece of real, real estate, don't just plan on the purchase price. Mm -hmm. I said, you got property taxes every year. You're going to have insurance on that. You're going to have maintenance. You got a budget for all that. So don't ever yep. just look at the purchase price. Yeah. That's yeah. a great way to step in a bear trap. Absolutely. Yeah. If you just join us, attorney Patrick Smith in studio, attorney patricksmith.com. I can check him out online. And when you, so let's see. So we talked about real estate. We covered the moratorium. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about estate and tax planning, uh, wills and trust. Uh, anything else that we didn't touch on? Well, the new power of attorney act, I say the new power of attorney act, it was October 1 of 2011 was when it went into effect. Okay. And a lot of people have old power of attorneys that technically were grandfathered in, but I strongly advise if you have a power of attorney that was pre-October 1 of 2011, get with your estate planning attorney. If you don't have one, we would be happy to give you a complimentary consultation and have it reviewed. Make sure it's current because it's a great example. If that power of attorney is not accepted at the time you need it, yeah. you're left with a guardianship. Right. And our 
fee for a power of attorney at our office is $95. Wow. A guardianship is going to cost in the thousands of dollars typically. So it's a great way to prevent a expensive and kind of a emotional process for the family because a guardianship is a formal stripping of rights yeah. in court of a loved one's wow. ability to make decisions for themselves. The guardianship, uh, the power of attorney sort of saves them that dignity yeah. uh, by taking care of it ahead of time. Yeah, it reminds me of a, court, a, a case I heard of in Chicago. I, I think the judge stripped the parent from the, the daughter or the sibling, the kid over vaccine status it was like the first in the country it's pretty crazy yeah that is that's crazy yeah so all right we got about a minute left so final thought my final thought would be for our listeners out there if you if you heard of anything on the show reach out text the hotline 813-750-0550 you can text trust or will or estate planning whatever you want to do and we'll put you in touch with attorney patrick smith reach out to 813-750-0550 uh, just pull out your smartphone text the uh the word estate plan or whatever you want to text Text, uh, more information on and include your email address. We'd love to put you in touch with attorney Patrick Smith. You can also visit his uh, website, attorneypatricksmith.com, 813-750-0550. And uh, thanks for coming in. Brandon, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Excellent. Thanks for coming. So, uh, yeah, great stuff there. Lots of educational stuff, lots of ways to avoid uh, a lot of the problems and, and the pitfalls that you find in those places. Added somebody to title. I mean, yeah, you got to be really be thankful or uh, thoughtful when doing these types of actions. All right, coming up, we got Nate Ginter on the program, Chief Technology Officer at Vine IT, and our feel-good story of the day later in the program as well, live music venue serving hot meals to New Orleans residents that are without power. We'll be right back here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes, Consumer Quarterback Show, helping you win in any marketplace. Greatly appreciate all that reach out to the program. We love it when you, we hear from our listeners, our viewers out there. Maybe you're watching our TV show, following us on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Brandon Rhymes Realty. Over 1,200 videos on our YouTube channel now. And we greatly appreciate all the folks that call into our hotline, 813-750-0550. Call or text the hotline anytime, 813-750-0550. We'd love to help you win in your real estate deals, of course, as well. If you're buying, selling, or investing uh, right here in Tampa Bay, we got some hot listings uh, we would like to feature here on the show as well. Some really good opportunities for uh, buying assets here in Tampa Bay. Some great rental opportunities as well uh, here in Tampa Bay. 3613 Cabana Court in Palm Harbor. This is a beautiful property property. Uh, by the way, it's got nice open lighting coming in. Great rental property. Uh, perfect for a Airbnb opportunity or short-term rental potentially. Uh, lots of natural lighting and you got 3613 Cabana Court in Palm Harbor. Uh, nice kitchen. Beautiful property here in Tampa Bay. Great listing opportunity. And also 117 14th Street in Bel Air. This is a million dollar listing that we 
we've got in Bel Air, beautiful property here, 3613 Cabana Court in Palm Harbor. Uh, uh, 14, uh, this is Bel Air Beach, actually, 117 14th uh, Street in Bel Air Beach. Four bedrooms, three bath, 2,800 square feet, private pool, gourmet kitchen, jetted air bathtub, temperature-controlled wine closet, covered lanai. And the best part, you walk to the end of the street, and you're on the beaches of Tampa Bay. you got the sugar sand waters, dolphin-filled, dolphin-filled waters, that is, and sugar sand beaches. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. God is great. Bears good. And people are crazy. All right, so we got Nate Ginter in the house. Nate, Chief Technology Officer, Vine IT. Welcome back, sir. Hey, Brandon. Good to be here, my friend. Yeah, good stuff, man. So interesting stories uh, out of, you know, in, in the tech sector, of course, to mm-hmm. kind of preface that. In the tech sector, Nate is your expert for all things uh, tech-related. Uh, VineIT.com is the website. So let's start right here with the El Salvador. They're divided over making Bitcoin the legal tender. So, uh, well, well, they're not divided. They've done it. So the the, the, co- the country has actually now accepted uh, Bitcoin, the electronic uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, we classify it as an asset here. And uh, so what, what that means is basically, you know, obviously you can pay for things. You know, you see places where, you know, they they accept Bitcoin for lunch down at uh, Ferg's, for example. The, the fact of the matter is with that, if you go to pay for something, you're actually selling an asset. So you technically owe the government uh, the capital gains tax on the, the, the cryptocurrency that you're selling. Wow. So it's as a as a fiduciary kind of means of, of uh, paying for things in this country, it's not the, the most financially friendly vehicle known to man. So what El Salvador has done is classified officially as a, a government accepted currency. You can pay your taxes with it. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's the same thing as an El Salvadorian dollar, uh, and, and that's caused. Uh, you know, it was it was funny. I always wait to see how the news is covering things, yeah. and then it, it kind of gives me a glimpse into. Hmm, I wonder who's behind. Uh, you know. Some some of these stories, uh, you know, the, the big story was that oh, there was a massive crash in the value of Bitcoin after El Salvador adopted it. The truth is, it did go down nineteen percent. It's all, regained almost all of that value. Mm. It's been hovering around fifty thousand for per Bitcoin. And it's it's still there. Um, so so it's it's interesting to see one, one of those things. Uh, one of the things uh, Edward Snowden, the, the famous cyber leaker, had actually talked about. He's uh, a, a very interesting guy. A great uh, insight into tech. Actually, if you ever listen to any of his uh, broadcasts, and he. Uh, he talked about how the, the the value is likely to go way up because what it's going to do, there's a couple of other countries in line to adopt it as their currency. They wow. just can't find anything stable to tether their their, their economies to, right. especially uh, the, the worst of the nations as far as you know fiduciary responsibility. It, they're, they're basically admitting, hey, we can't figure this out ourselves. Like Venezuela? Right. Venezuela is one of them that, that's uh, that's on the list to to, uh, to adopt it. And as that starts to happen, uh, yes, is there, there are smaller players that will get into it, but you'll start to see larger nations actually buy some, even just to hold in reserve, to, wow. just, so, just so they have it. And that, that will create a cascade that's that's very interesting. I, I don't uh, – I always say Bitcoin is a great sign for – uh, you know, sort of seeing what the the the, the tides are like in the uh, cryptocurrency community. I think there's some better mechanisms out there, some better controlled uh, items. But it's interesting to see you know whole nation states now uh, showing faith in the idea of of digital currency. But Bitcoin is definitely the market leader, right? Oh, for sure. It, yeah. it's, it, it has the largest uh, supply. Uh, you know, the, the largest you know sort of buy-in worldwide yep. uh, market cap, if you will. Uh, you know, it, I always tell people it is if if 
you're buying Bitcoin as, as some sort of you know uh, investment vehicle, just know you're really buying into an idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, there. Uh, it's it's funny to me when when you when you watch a, a huge swing like that. It was down 19 percent, and then it went up uh, about another 10 percent. So talk about a 30 percent swing in a day. Yeah. So you know, there 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 is a lot of volatility, a lot of risk. Uh, I myself don't hold any Bitcoin, but I have some other cryptocurrencies that I like a little better. Um, but you know, I I, I would say I love the idea of it. I like the uh, the, the the sort of decentralized model that uh, hey, they can't just print more of them because yeah. we decide you know we want to spend another seven trillion dollars in a year and then oh, just let's get more expensive. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff getting more expensive. Inflation. I mean, the worst is yet to come. You know, there's, oh. it's, when it comes to what our government's done and sure. the, the the irrational spending and the printing of money. I mean, and they're just mm-hmm. and they wonder why the the unemployment rates down where it's at too. Yeah, it's it, you know the the uh, the employment in I, I, those sorts of you know the economic issues. Uh, while the government doesn't have direct control over that, it sets the the tone and the policy for things. And our yeah. uh, you know we were your previous guest was actually talking a little bit about you know that that fiduciary responsibility and trying to minimize you know your your losses through insurance and mm-hmm. realizing the total sunk cost of you know buying a property. And uh, it's it, you know th- this this generation I feel like is more lenient. That, than any previous generations, mm-hmm. you know that I've seen. Start, I mean, I'm 40. Uh, you know, it, uh, so for for me, it was really drilled in. You know, fiscal responsibility, yes. and at least that I did. The, at least the idea of trying to right. do it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, exactly. You're the, absolutely right. Man. The, 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 these guys, you know, I, I've seen more money written in the last five years than you know in my whole life put together. And you're like, well, yeah. where, where does that all come from? Well, well there's some stat about yeah. that. I think it was mm-hmm. a stat recently, like this last year and a half or so. Uh, they, we created more uh, currency that was in circulation than. Whatever the number is, it's some crazy number right. going back fifty plus years or whatnot, and then they wonder why. You know, so you're paying, you're incentivizing people to stay at home, yeah. not go out. So then you got contractors looking for job, uh, you know, applicants, mm-hmm. people to fill these jobs, and you got the, that revolving challenge of, of, you know, then the consumer pays more for the product or service. Right. So it's really bad leadership, either way you look at it. T- totally agree. And you know, the the saddest part to me is that the you know, the average American thinks that it's coming from somebody else, but the the reality is. Every time they print money, that money is actually coming out of your bank account, out of your savings. Yeah. The the post tax money. I mean, you've already taken the haircut. You've made it there. You finally put that dollar in the bank, and yes. then they go write another check, and now that dollar's worth ninety five cents. You know, it's Good point. It's, 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 a, it's a sad thing. Hopefully, somebody wakes up. About yeah. It. If you just join us, we're talking <laughs> with Nate Ginter here on the program, Chief Technology Officer at Vine IT. He's our technology experts for uh, the Consumer Quarterback Show, VineIT.com. I'm your host, Brandon. Rhymes. And yeah, it, interesting too. We, we kind of teased about this uh, before the show. We were talking mm-hmm. about it. Let me play a quick clip here about what the Chinese uh, are doing to their children when it comes to gaming. Sure. Kids under the age of 18 will now be forbidden from playing video games during the school week. They'll be allotted one hour of playtime from 8 to 9 p.m. on weekends and national holidays, but that's it. There was a previous law in the books since 2019 that had restricted kids to 90 minutes of gaming per school day and three hours per day on the weekend. But that law was more lightly enforced. And from what we're told, this new law will be enforced more seriously by the state. So what kind of enforcement are we actually talking about here? So we'll have to wait and see a bit to know for sure. But from what we're told, the Chinese Communist Party will be counting on Internet service providers and tech companies to track the playing time of individual. So the ISPs are going to track these these individuals playing time and the eight, 18 under, under kids under 18, one hour, eight to nine. Uh, you know, it's crazy. 
I, I will tell you, in my household growing up, between me and my little brothers, there would have been quite a revolt there. Um, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's it, they, so they've already, inter- interestingly enough, instituted something that I find way more offensive, which is their social credit score. Oh yeah. Uh, so th- they're doing so. If you can imagine everything that you do in your private life being tracked and monitored, you know, whether it's gaming or how what your interaction was like at a Starbucks or anything like that, maybe you're just having a bad day. You know, yep. the, these things all being used as potential metrics when you go to get a job, yeah. which, you know, to, to, to my way of thinking, um, you know, what you do in your private life is private and it's your business. Should be. So uh, under under the, uh, the, the the Communist Party rule, they are taking it very seriously that your whole life is up for grabs and, and, and up for monitoring and, uh, uh, you know, should be used in scrutiny of getting work. And I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's already a difficult enough life to uh, navigate your, your professional life uh, without all of those things. And I, I think, uh, you know, a lot, like, a lot of times we see, you know, even, even things like looking up people's credit scores or everything before they can apply for a job. Um, there's a lot of people that are going to be hurt by it that, that don't need to be. So, you know, when I see something like that, I, I, I tell people the future is now. Um, our, our government would love to be able to do things like this. Uh, we have, you know, a, a little thing called freedom in this country and liberty that hopefully for a little while you know, longer, for, at least for for, uh, for for as long as that lasts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, the, we're, we're only ever one disaster away. If you look at all the things that they're actually allowed to do under yeah. the Patriot Act, existing law, they yeah. just choose not to do them yeah but they're actually legal uh you know warrantless wiretapping and uh pulling every piece of data that comes and goes out of your home internet connection which they are legally allowed to do with minimal suspicion or you know even just saying hey we think you're weird and they've been caught they've been <laughs> yeah. caught doing it targeting certain conservatives or whatever well, you know, well that's that, that's the other part that's super scary is uh they can barely keep a hold of the data that they already have uh you know there, yeah. there's there, there's endless stories online about government leaks of data yep. and, and the millions of people uh, that they've affected, um, you know, w- with 24-hour surveillance on somebody's activity, I worry very much about, you know, a, 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 I don't worry about the, the best case scenario, I worry about the worst case scenario. Yeah. And the worst case scenario is, you know, what if you have a stalker that wants to get a hold of the patterns, what you like to do? Well, now they know, you know, what times you're typically going to be in a place and, and yep. doing certain things, and, and it, it can be very scary. So uh, my, my official response as a cybersecurity person would be uh, no to all that. <laughs> Uh, it sounds it sounds nice to be able to track your kids' activity. By the way, there's already things out there that let you do that yeah. uh, as a parent and let you limit that screen time. Yep. Um, you know, I, I was actually in a poker game on Saturday where my my friend was like, "Up, oh, my son just requested. He has his iPhones and his Android tablet yep. all all linked into one, and uh, so he knows exactly how much it shuts off automatically. Yep. Uh, and, and I think that's the parents' purview, uh, not uh, not big government for sure. That's right, absolutely. Local control. The more local control in the household, in the city, in the state, and then, exactly. then you know out to the state, and then the federal government. Mm-hmm. But definitely not there. They're Oprah stepping there. We're going to take a quick break here. Uh, we got Nate Ginter in the house, Chief Technology Officer at Vine IT. If you run a business, if you have uh, needs or concerns in that area, definitely highly recommend talking to Nate Ginter. Very knowledgeable in all areas of technology, uh, website, cybersecurity all that good stuff so more with nate after this break uh, plus our feel good story of the day find out about this live music venue that's uh, serving meals to new orleans residents uh, that are without power and we'll be right back here on the consumer quarterback show consumerqb.com this is work done and you're listening to the real estate quarterback show hosted by my man brandon rhymes 
To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550. 813-750-0550. Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, helping our sellers profit more on the sale of their real estate properties, uh, innovation with radio, TV, and internet marketing. We feature our real estate listings to help our sellers profit more and sell faster. We've got some great listings here in Tampa Bay. How about 4125 West Nassau Street in Tampa? This is a great opportunity for an investor. Uh, $425,000 ask price. Great Airbnb property. You could rent this out make a, a lot of money, make a killing on it. Uh, right here is close to the International Plaza, close to the airport. Uh, completely reconstructed, new, beautiful home here at 1,600 plus square feet, three bedrooms, two and a half bath, upgraded kitchen, upgraded countertop, brand new AC, plumbing and electric. Great opportunity for real estate investment here in Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. All right, every day we tell you something positive here. All right, so this is in New Orleans, a live music venue serving free meals to residents who have been without power since Hurricane Ida swept through the city. And uh, Howie Kaplan owns the Howlin' Wolf, a live music venue known for bringing people together. He's quoted as saying, we take care of each other. And I think in a way nobody else does, Kaplan told the news. Uh, local restaurant markets uh, were unable to keep their food cold, and they have donated uh, truckloads to the cause. And he says, quote, we, didn't, we just didn't even think about it, said Mike uh, DeSimone. Uh, CEO of Link Restaurant. Uh, we jumped right in and started cooking, and because that's what we do, helping people out. Uh, right now, it's about it's not about the money; it's about helping people. So, there's our feel good story of the day out of New Orleans. I love how people come together uh, in those situations after a, a major storm or some type of a disaster. Americans come together. That's great. Love that. All right, we got Nate Ginter in the house, Chief Technology Officer at Vine IT. So, next up, we got an interesting story here as well. Latest cybersecurity threat: to Pay up. Us or we release the data. Uh, this is out of the uh, WSJ. Ransom attacks, ransomware attacks are increasing in frequency. Victims' losses are skyrocketing, and hackers are shifting their targets. 
So, uh, what are you seeing in that in that space? So, you know, it, it's really interesting. I mean, ransomware has actually been around for for quite a few years now, and the the one of the the issues that you have, you know, aside from the disruption to your business, which you know, as soon as your your, your machines get crypto lockered, they basically become useless, other than the few places that they want you to go to actually pay the ransom on any of the given machines. So, you've got that downtime you got to worry about. Hopefully, you have a good backup of that data that you can do a restore. Right. If anybody out there is curious about your posture, give us a call at Vine. You know, we go in and we do security audits, whether or not you're working with another IT professional or not. Always good to have a second look yeah. at your system, make sure things are actually uh, protected for you in the, the event of that. I, I do that, you know, for companies uh, like literally every every week. Um, but, you know, one of the things that's interesting about the, the latest sort of uh, cybersecurity threats that are emerging from, especially in the ransomware community, is they're, they're not just trying to hold you for ransom anymore for operations purposes or getting your data back they're actually saying that they're going to release that uh, to the public which which there is you know there, there's always a potential breach when you have ransomware but that doesn't uh, the, the, those two things are not necessarily synonymous you can have a ransomware attack where you can have a reasonable assurance that that data has not gone anywhere public and there's uh, different firms that you can hire to actually kind of you know try to confirm that even on the dark web but the the new attacks are out there are really designed around not just quickly locking your data but also pulling the important pieces out Um, and and they're they're saying you know hey if you're a law firm or you know you're a mortgage broker hey we're not just we're not just trying to disrupt you and get you to pay us to get back moving if you don't do that or you even restore from a backup and you get your operations back to normal yeah good for you you're still going to pay us because if you don't we're going to release that information publicly and we're going to say that it was your poor security practices that let that information get out there wow so it's a re- really a reputational hijack as well as a functionality yeah. one yeah absolutely um, so for for sure well one of those things i you know i try to tell everybody i'm like and it's, it's an old maxim but it is very true an ounce of prevention is worth a pound to cure you'd rather pay to have your systems double checked than let something happen to you and god forbid you know there's a knock on wood you know on our, our managed services side for for helping uh, our, our clients out in it uh we've seen less than a handful over the last few years but Boy, if if you don't have the right protection mechanisms in place, they can get really, really nasty. Yeah, it's like, almost like any industry. You know, you think about it uh, from a you know, let's say just for example your in, your homeowner's insurance, right? right, or your tax returns, right? You get a review there, and sure. you might find you know in the, in the case of taxes, you might find money. Hey, the CPA, other the CPA di- right. didn't know about this uh, loophole. There's a there's a way I can save money. I can file this form. Uh, same similar here with Nate Ginter, Vine IT. He can help you uh, do a review on your technology, uh, whether maybe even at your home. You know, if you just have a home, small home-based office, or even you sure. know one-off system, you can check that. And make sure you're not opening yourself up. Uh, because here's another one I heard of uh, today, uh, mm-hmm. this past week. Uh, what what these perpetrators will do these these criminals, these these scoundrels, uh, what they'll do is they'll create a video call. So you can do that mm-hmm. through Messenger now. You can do it through your iPhone if you have the uh, FaceTime application, and then they capture the image of your face, mm-hmm. and then they put that on porn videos, <laughs> and then they hold you face. ransom, and they send it. Oh, we're going to send it to your friends and family. I mean, how nasty are these people? Oh, you know, I, I always say that people will do a heck of a lot of work not to go to the office every day. Yeah, uh, there's, you know, some of these these companies. What people don't realize is so things like cyber extortion and and, and you know the 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 deep fake sort of extortion that you're yes. talking about. They're illegal here. 
Yeah. Uh, so, you know, ostensibly, you don't have entire companies being run that, that specialize in doing that sort of thing. Uh, in a lot of Eastern Bloc nations, it's not only legal, it's also encouraged. Uh, it's places, that, especially places like Estonia, that don't have the, the traditional, you know, friendly uh, attitude towards America. You can literally go into, you know, a, a local office park and you will see, uh, you know, rows of dudes sitting there with headsets that, you know, w- would almost seem like a tech support company. But they're the exact opposite. That wow. they're 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 actually legitimately employed. You know, with filling out their equivalent equivalent of a W two every year. Yes, I am a cyber extortionist, and it's not illegal in their country. Wow. Um, so you know, the, there's there, there's there's good people and bad people, just like every every other industry in the world. Um, but the 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 sad part is, uh, you know, for uh, unfortunately, any time that you know you invent a, a new lock, there's somebody who figures out how to pick it. Real and, quick, uh, we're running out of time. But I want to get to this, sure. this last story. Cyber experts seek clarity on NIST supply chain framework. Sure. So, so th- this one is a little bit more of a, a niche story. But long story short, uh, anybody who is in the government supply chain, whether it's Department of Defense or any of those things, uh, there's actually a new framework that the that the uh, uh, the president has actually asked them to create. Uh, that's that's going to go out there to ostensibly make things more secure along the whole way. Think Keystone Pipeline, mm-hmm. but not just you know keystone themselves anybody who might be a vendor for them yeah, you know even even the, the water guy bringing in their their stuff uh so if you happen to run a business where you fall into that uh please give us a shout we actually have a lot of uh clients that, that do uh defense contracting or uh you know other government contracts that we can help make sure that you're meeting those requirements and signing off on those things appropriately don't just count on insurance paying out if something bad happens it's uh it's frequently nowhere near what you think it's going to be right and they look for ways to get out of those claims absolutely yeah, absolutely they sure do uh, yeah reach out to the hotline we'd love to put you in touch with nate and his team over at vine it vine it.com you can reach out to our hotline 813-750-0550 you can text the word technology or vine it to 813-750-0550 and we'll put you right in touch with nate ginter chief technology officer at vine it.com and uh, yeah you know these are all relevant ideas these are things that people uh, would would need to be proactive about about. It's a common sure. theme for our show: proactive, being being proactive, uh, and then also you know getting a review. You know, if you want to get a review, that's something that, that most people should do. Hundred percent. And uh, you know, we we always uh, give free consultations out too. Even if you have a quick question or anything that uh, you know you, you wanted to look at what the process is like, reach out to us. Always happy to you know uh, give a little free advice where where we can, and you know try and put people on the right path to securing their their business. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, hey man, good stuff, man. Always a pleasure speaking with you. That that sure. uh, that China segment too with these these people they're overreaching man man oh, it's crazy and I hope our government doesn't follow they're there today here tomorrow <laughs> yeah exactly a lot of other countries Australia some interesting stuff happening down there took the guns years ago putting people putting the kids mm-hmm. through a uh, soccer stadium style injection you know just mm-hmm. unbelievable what's happening in the world hopefully folks are wising up you know getting involved and and uh, getting on the right side here so hey another great show I want to thank our team behind the scenes putting the program together I want to thank attorney. Patrick Smith, as well as Nate Ginter, uh, for coming in today. And uh, please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. And we'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the 
consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at consumerqb.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.